Welcome to the Swimming From Home talk show. I'm here with Emily Escobedo. Um, so I guess, first of all, could you take me through, I guess, your last few weeks and kind of how you saw the COVID virus related shutdowns um, affecting your day to day? Yeah, um, I was actually at the training camp in Colorado at the um, okay. Olympic Training Center. Yeah. Um, so we were up there and originally I was planning on staying for 10 days. Okay. Um, and then when all of this started happening and pools started closing, I was like, you know, let me stay here as long as I can. So I changed my flight. Mm -hmm. I wanted to stay indefinitely as long as the place was open because all the pools around me back home yeah. in New York shut down. Yeah. Um, and so they were okay with that. And then, you know, the day after, you know, it was, it was just like something that everything changed. So it was really stressful for a lot of us there because we didn't know if we were going to get stuck there. We didn't know if we were going to get kicked out. Anytime a USA swimming staff member came onto the pool deck, we were like all nervous thinking that they were going to tell us that the camp had shut down. Yeah. Um, so it kind of went back and forth. First, they told us that we could stay until Saturday. Um, or actually, first they told us we could stay till Wednesday just because of how things were going. And then they switched it to a Saturday. And then the day before, like we found out that the camp had shut down and, and the governor had shut the Olympic Training Center down. So yeah. um, we had to get out that next day. So that was like kind of pretty stressful. Um, not really knowing what was happening. The flight home was relaxing because no one was on the flight, but it was also very scary to be on a flight that was, you know, so limited in numbers. I had nobody, it was like a three seater and nobody next to me. There were maybe 30 people on the flight. And that's when it kind of like hit you like, oh my God, this is really, really serious because we had kind of all been cooped up in our little OTC bubble. We were just on the campus and we weren't really going anywhere. So we couldn't see that much. We were just listening to the news. So right. um, definitely emotionally stressful just from all the fear and unknowns and i think um once we kind of got to the point where we had a little bit more information it became a little bit easier to manage yeah and so, so yeah so once you got home kind of what, what what's your situation been like since then so once i got home um all the pools were shut down but the pool directors were still going in to keep the pools running mm -hmm. um so one of the colleges um, the pool director there got permission from the college for me to go in and swim there on my own, um, like in a lane by myself, um, which was really, really nice. So I was there for a couple days swimming there. And then once we went on that government shutdown, um, we, that wasn't possible anymore. So I'm really grateful. I work, um, at a company called swim labs, um, and they have infinity pools. So, um, I haven't been there in a while because just like with the travel and stuff, but I am still an employee there. And I think that um, the family is the nicest and the managers are the greatest and they, they are allowing me to swim in one of the swim labs pools. So it's not the same as being in a, you know, a 25 yard or 50 meter pool, but it's definitely better than nothing. And I can get a little bit of a workout in and float around and splash around and just try and keep the feel for the water. So I'm really, really grateful for that. Yeah, definitely. Have you, so you're, how far from New York City are you? I'm like 10 miles north of the city. Okay. So you're kind of kind of in the thick of one yeah. of the biggest outbreaks. Um, yeah, I live in New Rochelle, so. <laughs> so, yeah. So how, yeah. how, obviously, you spent a lot of time at home when you're not at said infinity pool, I'm guessing. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just go once a day. Um, and actually, once the Olympics, once the Olympics got postponed, I took a tough couple of days off, thinking like this is the perfect time to take a break. And I still believe it is the perfect time to take a break. Um, but for me, just not having that structure and not having that schedule and not really knowing what the day, what's going to happen in the day, um, I was kind of getting really down. I just didn't know what to do with myself. Um, so I, I just feel better when I'm swimming. Um, it's like a stress relief for me. So even if I go just for an hour and splash around in the pool or do some sprints, it, um, definitely makes a big difference. But yeah, yeah when I'm not swimming, I'm trying to stay off Netflix. In the beginning, I was definitely watching a lot of shows. Um, but I'm trying to limit that. Um, I do like some gym workouts. I have a little gym set up. Um, I bought TRX cables, uh, yoga mats. I've just been trying to do different things. I take my dog for a lot of walks. Um, I'm just trying to stay, stay fit and stay healthy. Yeah. What, what, what was the best thing that you've watched on Netflix so far? Um, the best thing, well, I just finished the Tiger King series Yes. because I had to get on that bandwagon and <laughs> I'm a little bit confused at what the message was, but I enjoyed <laughs> the show. Yeah. I thought maybe there'd be like a protagonist and an antagonist, but I just, they, all of the people seem to not be very great people. So I'm a little yeah. bit by that. Um, and you can't really pick a side when everybody kind of sucks, to be honest. But um, watching the tigers was pretty cool. Like seeing baby tigers, like who can say that they held and pet a tiger. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I also watched uh, All American, the second series. Okay. Second uh -huh. season out. I think it's the second one. I watched that. Um, that Frozen show? 2 on Disney Plus. Yeah, it is a football Frozen. show. Okay. Yeah, Frozen gotcha. 2 might have been the best so far. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Um, so when you found out about the Olympic postponement, did you have an initial reaction? Were you relieved? Does that, does that change kind of your course of direction at all? Um, you know, a little bit. I think um, just any athlete looking forward to the Olympics, like you, it's, that's like the one thing that's always constant in the world is the Olympics. So um, I think that the change was stressful on everyone, no matter, I mean, it's for sure the right decision. And I understand that. And I acknowledge that. And for the safety and health of the people of the world, it is for sure the right decision. But, um, you know, the Olympics comes around every four years and it always comes around every four years. So that change kind of let me see the magnitude of it all. Um, I think I had, I had a lot of emotions to be honest. I was sad, disappointed. I was relieved, stressed, you know, it kind of took the stress off of training right now because I don't have to worry about it. And we can't train right now in the current circumstances, the way that we should be training. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was also kind of, it's kind of sad, you know, you, you plan, you plan your future, you plan your swimming career. Um, and then a change like that is going to have some effect. So I, I was, I've definitely come to accept it now. Um, a little bit more I'm realizing, Hey, this isn't the worst thing. I get another year to train. I got another year to try and improve and be my best. Um, but then also thinking about it, you're like, Oh my God, another whole year of this, you know, but hey, it's definitely for the best. And I, I think, um, I'm hoping to come next year and be a lot stronger than I am this year. And, um, maybe I'll have a better shot, you know? Yeah. Do you, do you think, um, from like an athletic performance standpoint, um, do you think that 
being out of like a normal training routine, you know, like only being able to swim in an infinity pool for uh, potentially months could be beneficial yeah. looking forward for you um, particularly? Uh, it's, it's kind of hard to say. I guess it depends on how long this lasts. I think that there's always something that you can improve on outside of the pool that can benefit your swimming a lot. So it's like swimming, kind of like swimming from home, like you can't swim, but you can do other things. So um, I think that's definitely something positive to look for. I'm trying to find like all the little things that I can do, you know, flexibility, small strengthening, a lot of core strengthening I'm going to be working on. Um, I think when swimmers get back into the pool, they're going to come back like in the best shape of their lives <laughs> outside of swimming and then right. all that kind of fits in, you know. <laughs> Um, but even just like, I I think a little break, it might be the break that a lot of people needed, you know, swimming is such a mentally and physically demanding sport and just taking a little bit of time. I mean, obviously we don't want this to go on for months and months, but a little bit of time outside that kind of gives you the ability to relax and refocus and, you know, let your body have a break. I mean, I've been sleeping in till like 8am. Like when's the last time I was able to sleep till eight? I don't know. And I can sleep in and I can get a full night's sleep. And you know, that stress, um, it's there in a different way, but it's not as, it's not that physically demanding stress that, um, we're typically used to. So I think that if everybody just kind of focuses on the little things that they need to work on that, yeah, we can come back in pretty good shape. Yeah. Do you, have you picked up any habits like non-swimming related habits or, or I guess swimming from home habits, you know, like things that will kind of um, might improve you in other ways outside the pool. Not, I guess, not just like, you know, Oh, I'm working out outside the pool, but you know, things, things that you might do on a daily basis that you wouldn't normally do now. Um, well, I've been praying a lot more, which is probably a good thing, praying for the world and for the health of people. Um, and I think that that's something I can definitely take with me and, um, kind of like meditation, relaxation, you know, things like that, I think, um, can improve your life and well-being as, as well as like your sport. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, have, when, when you do go outside, is it, a pretty surreal experience or do you feel like, Oh, this isn't like, this is kind of normal now. I've been trying to, I've been trying to get outside at least like every day when it's not raining, it's finally starting to get pretty warm here. We're getting days in the high fifties and it looks like it'll be coming into the sixties and like nice and sunny. So when I am outside, I am like loving it, just going on walks and just staying in the backyard, you know, just soaking everything up. Um, but yeah, when I go to the grocery store, like, my the highlight of my week is when my grandma calls and tells me that she needs groceries and I have the excuse to go to the grocery store like I'm not gonna be dumb and just go out whenever you know I'm not gonna go to the grocery store and walk around just trying to keep everybody safe and myself safe but when I do need to go to the grocery store it's like yes you know you're like taking like it's things I, I take for granted I guess normally um, I do, I'm very safe when I go, I wear my mask and I wear gloves because I don't want to get anybody sick. I don't want to get sick myself. I carry around hand sanitizer. Um, and that's, that's kind of like the crazy thing is like, that's the normal right now is that when you go to the grocery store, you are standing, you're trying to stand, stay away from everybody. You're trying to stay six feet away from everybody, you know, right? Um, just cause you don't know who's there or, or if you might be carrying something, you know, and not even know about it. So that's the, that's the crazy thing is that I think we took a lot of things for granted. Yeah. I think the crazy thing is that you have hand sanitizer. How are you able to get it? 
did you have to go undercover and pose as like someone important <laughs> to get hand sanitizer? Yeah, I, I have a little <laughs> no. um, Before I went on the training camp, my dad actually, um, before I was flying, he uh-huh. he bought me a bunch of hand sanitizer, like the little packets, and he probably yeah. paid five dollars for like one of the little tiny squirt bottles. <laughs> but because I was going to Colorado. He wanted to make sure I had it on the flight. Um, and I've just been keeping, I've been there, I've been savoring it. I don't use it when I'm home. I only use it when I go out to try uh-huh. and make it last for uh-huh. as long as possible because That's... yeah, you can't get that. Dude, smart. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I've tried and it's impossible. <laughs> and it's kind of frustrating, but I also understand that, you know, yeah, a hot commodity right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, has this changed your diet at all? Like what you're getting at the grocery store, what you've been cooking for yourself? Um, a little bit. I've tried since we're not as active or I'm not as physically active. I've definitely tried to stay clear of all the junk food, mm-hmm. um, which is also hard because when you're home and you're watching <laughs> a movie and you're bored, all you're going to want to do is have some, some junk food. So yeah. um, I've been trying to eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit instead um and t- just taking the time to like cook a little bit more i mean i think that a lot of us our lives get away from us and we can't necessarily cook what we want um mm-hmm. or prepare or even eat what we want and we're kind of like rushed and we just have to grab something on the way um and that's not the healthiest lifestyle so i think this definitely you know i can eat home cooked meals i can take time i can throw a bunch of veggies in sweet potatoes sweet potatoes all day long um, and yes. just try to focus on that too yeah yeah uh, do you have a favorite meal that you like to cook or that you have time to cook now? Um, I'm not really a great cook, so I, I just stick to the veggies. I just, I fry up a lot of veggies. I cook them in the oven. I saute them, sweet mm. potatoes all the time, but I'm, I'm really not going to sit here and say that I cook a lot. I, <laughs> I, pre- I prepare food. That's what right. I do. I put it in the oven. I cut it up and I put it in the oven and I hope for the best. So... <laughs> Well, hey, it sounds like it turns out pretty good. Maybe I can learn how to cook now that I have no excuse not to cook. <laughs> if I have the time, I guess I should be doing something with it. All right. Do you, do you have something that you've found that you miss the most that you maybe expected not to miss? Yeah, I just kind of miss the freedom of it. You know, like it's not, I'm not going to sit here and say that I like super, like I go out and I hang out and I go hang out with people all the time. You know, I feel like as swimmers, typically we have like a very strict schedule. So like my days to like hang out with people are like Saturdays because Mm -hmm. I don't have practice on Sunday, you know, and I can stay up a little bit later. Um, So it's not like I miss going out and doing so much. I just miss the freedom of being able to, like if I want to go take, even just take a drive and go somewhere or go for a walk or go walk around the mall or something. I think that's kind of what I miss most of all. It's just the the ability to do so because now if I were to do that it would be selfish of me to leave my house and to you know not have that worry about other people so I think that's probably the biggest thing I miss I also miss you know going to practice and having a bunch of people there and you know that was kind of like something that I I I always loved practice some days I'd show up and I'd be like oh I don't want to swim but I loved you know going and meeting seeing people and being able to interact in that way so yeah yeah I feel like a lot of um you know, it's like I coach on a club team and I know a lot of people who coach on club teams and like they, from speaking to them and hearing their thoughts, um, yeah, like a lot of coaches are really missing those interactions with their athletes as well. And I'm sure the athletes feel the same way because, you know, that's when they see their peers a lot of the times every day. Yeah. 
yeah, it's a very, it's very bizarre to not have that or to, I guess, get that taken away. I, um, I swim on a club team as well. I swim for condors. Um, and they have been doing like nightly zoom meetings with some of the coaching staff just to try and keep the, the team close. You know, it's hard for, especially like kids a little bit, you know, kids in the club team age, um, high school kids, it's hard for them to not in, like interact with their peers on a normal basis. And, um, so they've been doing like online zoom calls and I actually logged on the other day and they were doing this crazy ab workout. Like they have like these crazy sets and abs that they've been doing, um, which is, it was fun. It was good to see everyone and good to watch, but yeah. um, it is, that's the, that's the hardest part. Also yeah. I'm in grad school and I never thought I would say I'm sad that I'm not going to class, but I hate this online zoom learning. <laughs> it's not fun for me. I mean, it's nice that I don't have to take my slippers off and I can stay in my pajamas, but right it's it's I wish I could go to class and interact with people you know yeah so what what are you in grad school and for I'm in grad school for early childhood special education okay so yeah. um yeah so how has that affected that aspect of of your day-to-day -day? so that was actually a big thing because all of our assignments in grad school um deal with us going into schools and working with the oh. kids <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have like case studies and behavior things that I couldn't complete because we're not allowed in schools anymore because schools are shut down. So that was um, a big thing. So there was kind of like a lull in grad school where our professors had to go back and pretty much rearrange the entire syllabus for us and make all new assignments because these things we can't do anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so it's probably really hard for teachers right now. I'm not a full time teacher, but I work with you know, kids, I go to school, I typically go to school three days a week with, um, and student teach. So that's a big thing too. It's not being able to go see those kiddos and, and hang out with them and change, it changes everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So does that, um, does that affect like your graduation track or like when you'll take certain classes or like, is everything pretty much on schedule still? Yeah, everything's pretty much on schedule. Um, I think that because this is such an unknown that they're they're gonna handle it they're, they've been handling it the right way um so they just changed a bunch of our assignments we're still focusing on learning and we're just going to do it in a different way so instead of having like a case study student in the classroom and observing them one of my teachers is making us watch a certain movie and observe that child um in the movie so it's like going to be a very different experience um but luckily the semester was pretty much halfway over already so we got a lot of that good interaction with the students done um, yeah. So they're able to kind of change it up a little bit and give us a little bit of a break because that would really stink. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's yeah, that's very nice that they were able yeah, to. Yeah, they've been accommodating really well. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, cool. Um, any any closing thoughts you've got? Um, I don't know. I just hope everybody stays positive and kind of takes some time for themselves and figures out you know, what they love and what they miss and, and not take things for granted anymore, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, cool. Thank you so much for your time, Emily. Of course. Thanks, Coleman. <laughs>